0: Hello and welcome to North Lawrence Connection, the official podcast of North Lawrence Community Schools here in Lawrence County, Indiana. I'm Susan Petty and I'm the principal of Needmore Elementary School and I will be one of the co-hosts of North Lawrence Connection.
1: I'm Melanie Hazelwood, I will be your other host. I am also the instructional coach at the Olytic campus. So let's get this started and get down to business.
0: Ah.
1: Welcome back to another episode, episode 5 of North Lawrence Connection. Today we will be featuring Kelly Storms, the director of the North Lawrence Learning Center and Gateway Academy.
0: We are ready to announce the third feature teacher for the month of December. This teacher was selected by the NLCS curriculum department and is very deserving of this honor as feature teacher. Congratulations to Kelly Tyree, who is an eighth grade math teacher at Bedford Middle School. And Kelly has actually been in education for 37 years, and all 37 of those years have been here in NLCS. That is just remarkable. Wow. Wow. So congratulations, Kelly, for being a feature teacher. Well, as Melanie mentioned, we are joined today by the director of the North Lawrence Learning Center and also principal of Gateway Academy, Kelly Storm. So welcome, Kelly, to the podcast.
2: Thank you so much. What a pleasure to be with you today.
0: We are glad to have you with us and can't wait to hear about all of the great things happening here at the Learning Center. So tell us a little bit about yourself, your background in education, how you came to NLCS, anything you want to share with our listeners to get to know you better.
2: Well, thank you for having me. And before we start, I want to say what an honor. It's been uh, for me as a North Horse administrator to work with Kelly Tyree. Um, so that's kind of uh, meaningful for me today for her to be announced um, on this show. Um, we worked closely together at Bedford Middle School for a total of about eight years, and she's a, she's a true joy to work with, so um and thank you for asking about myself um how did i come to north lawrence community schools i literally was born into north lawrence community schools um hopefully i talk about that a little bit later in the podcast but um i'm a lifelong uh, resident of this community started at north lawrence community schools in kindergarten um and so maybe i'll touch on uh, all those phases of my life as we go through um i am a lifelong resident of bedford uh my husband and i uh, live here in bedford with uh Our children, who are grown but still live in the area, have a beautiful daughter, Samantha, 32 years old, who's an RN. We're very, very proud of her. Um, My middle child, my oldest son, Michael, and his uh, wife live in Bedford as well. Um, And uh, he started his own business and is a veteran of the Coast Guard, so very proud of him. And my baby, 21 years old, Peyton, um, is a coach, uh, lives and breathes basketball, and has gone into the car business following his father. And... Is uh, becoming very successful there. Um, they all attended North Lawrence Community Schools, K through their senior year. So I'm very proud of them. I also have three beautiful grandchildren, granddaughters. So uh, we're just uh, residents of the of the of Bedford, and um, my education career started um, in Bedford uh, as a substitute teacher in this corporation. Many, many years ago, I won't give that up just yet, <laughs> um, I uh, subbed actually in the Bedford and Mitchell community schools for a while as I was going through college and, uh, and uh, actually um, after teaching at Mitchell for a few years in fifth grade, um, got my administrative uh, certificate degree and uh, took my first administrative job at North Lawrence um, as a, an assistant principal at the high school. So I was an assistant principal at b for a few years. Um, loved that, worked under Mike Terry, a um, wonderful, wonderful mentor. And uh, after that, moved on to uh, Bedford Middle School for uh, three years. Stocker Elementary School principal for three years, back to Bedford Middle School for <laughs> four more years, and then uh, Dr. Mungle moved into our district. Um, as our superintendent, and uh, knew that I had a passion for alternative education, and asked, Would I develop a, an alternative approach to education for um, our middle school and high schoolers? So, three years ago, I started Gateway Academy as the principal for that program.
0: Wow, so many accomplishments in your career. That's really cool that you have been in North Lawrence, um, even as a student. K to 12. So where did you go to elementary school?
2: (laughs) So, uh, in fact, kindergarten, I went to the old Madden School building, uh, which is now, I believe, Parker Group Insurance for people that live in the community. Um, And then uh, from first grade through sixth grade, I was in Inglewood Eagle. Um, Nice, wonderful community uh, school uh, down around 35th Street where I grew up. And uh, they actually closed Inglewood in a, a consolidation, actually, uh, my sixth grade year. So I finished at Inglewood through sixth grade, uh, moved on to uh, Bedford Junior High at the time for seventh and eighth, and then on to BNL and for my high school career.
0: You really could also be like a historian yeah. for NLCS mm-hmm. because you have all of this knowledge from all of the different buildings and everything that's um, transpired over the decades here.
2: I uh, I probably could be somewhat. Uh, I love to reminisce about uh, being a student at North Lawrence and uh, I lived right next door growing up to my third grade teacher Carolyn Duncan and, and many people in the community will uh, remember Carolyn fondly. Oh, what a wonderful lady. Um, she was our third grade teacher at Inglewood um, at and um, it was so cool to live next door to her. But um, all of my teachers were fantastic. And I, and I don't just say that because I'm an educator. I, I was so lucky to have such wonderful, caring educators and that took an interest um, and engaged with us daily. And uh, well, I think one of the most unique situations I found myself in as um, a member of North Lawrence um, was my first administrative position at the high school. Uh, <laughs> the very first staff meeting we had Mr. Terry said, okay, kid, you're on. Stand up there. And I looked out <laughs> among this sea of wonderful teachers, and many of them had been my teachers. So here I was as an administrator in the building, and they're all looking at me thinking, uh-huh. <laughs> you know? And I'm thinking, uh-huh, yeah. okay, so here we go. Let the games begin. But, oh, what a wonderful experience. And working, um, working with those educators and getting to know them from that different perspective and um, after they'd helped raise me, you know, and um, influenced me was, a, was quite a unique and wonderful, wonderful experience.
1: Absolutely, well, it just says a lot about the North Lawrence um, community here, as well as just the community of educators that we continue to have such um, a wealth of knowledge and to have so many people that come out and be such strong alumni as yourself um, in the community and your own children too. Um, that are so dedicated um, here in the community and to our educational process here. So some listeners may not know much about the Learning Center and all the things that you offer here. So can you tell us a little bit more about the programs that are offered here at the Learning Center, as well as who can attend and just things that are offered here to our community and our listeners?
2: I'd be happy to, and and I could talk a long, long time about this. So you all may need to, uh, <laughs> you may need to cut me off a bit. But um, so excited for this opportunity. Um, I can, I really cannot emphasize enough how. Um, and I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go back just a bit. Dr. Mungle and I were having a conversation one day, and, um, and I've said, told this story to my family members and my husband. I was taking a drink of coffee. And had I not been paying close attention, I would have never known that I had this new position. I mean, Dr. <laughs> Mungle just weaved it right into the conversation. You know, hey, how about building this uh, program? And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, and, and it was such a passion. In fact, if you if you had access to my personnel file, and uh, who knows, maybe you do, um, there's a letter in there that I wrote, gosh, now probably 10, 15 years ago to uh, the then superintendent about my passion for alternative education and my desire to build um, a program that would help reach kids that um, just were struggling in that traditional environment and and I don't like the word alternative so I'm going, to, I'm going to get rid of it right now in this podcast. I like to refer to it as customized learning um, because I think that's really what we're, we've done is we've built options that can customize uh, educational programs for students who who just were not engaging um, in a way in the traditional environment that allowed them academic success so while it's a customized program, um, the goal is always academics. The goal is always that academic success, that walking across the stage as a senior, whether you come to Gateway Academy um, as, a, as a middle schooler uh, for a short period of time, or you're with us um, to, to finish strong your senior year, the goal is to walk across that stage. And sometimes we just need a, uh, some different supports uh, to get us there. So. Gateway Academy, um, as I stated, I started now three years ago, I believe, um, offers a few things, and I'll touch on those just briefly. We offer a structured day to students that have been asked to be excluded from the environment for a period of time, whether that's a short-term suspension out of school or a longer-term expulsion out of school for many, many different reasons. But we offer that structured day now. So instead of being excluded from an environment where you don't have that help with with classwork or... Um, that that social piece, um, now you do. You have that option. Parents have that option not to worry about children being excluded um, and being um, on their own while they're during the workday, and they can come and stay with us during that time. So that's one facet of Gateway Academy. Um, The other other is just that transitional piece. Um, Students that just need some distance maybe from the traditional setting for a while or maybe are transitioning to our community from – gosh, many different reasons, um, medical treatment facility, um, even incarceration, uh, foster care, uh, just changing schools and that creates anxiety for them and they just need a slower transition. Um, we've utilized Gateway Academy for so many different things with the end goal being just comfort, You know, feeling like you're a part of North Lawrence Community Schools and having that slow transition into our district if needed, and then ultimately your academic success and walking across that stage. And and uh, that gives me such pleasure every year, and I'm so thankful that I've been asked to be involved in, in uh, graduation each year um, as an administrator for these kiddos because, um, and I tell the story to my students every year, there's nothing sadder to me than to set at commencement and see that list of names and know that there's one not on it. And Gateway has each year that we've been, um, that we've had the program, uh, We've had several um, that have come through, um, on average, I believe 12 to 14 each year that have walked across that graduation stage, and that may not have, so I'm very thankful for that opportunity. So we house Gateway Academy here. Uh, We house um, the Early Education uh, Center here, and this is new to me. Um, This is my first experience as an educator with um, this age. Um, Right now, um, Playful Pathways Preschool, Uh, serves ages three to five Um, and so that sounds simple doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) We know it's not. So preschool (laughs) is not simple. preschool I've learned is not simple at all. Um, In fact there are so many layers to the program that we offer and it's so exciting and I and I can't believe as new as this is to North Lawrence um, how many layers we've been able to add in here so just for instance um, without going into great detail uh, we have a couple of Head Start classes here. We we partner with Uplands um, and Head Start, and that's so exciting to have them here. So we have Head Start here. We have a developmental preschool here. Uh, fantastic approach to getting some of our kiddos with some developmental delays started early, um, and offering their parents and the and them they themselves um, academic and social support. So. That's embedded in here. Also, a community preschool is embedded in here as well.
0: Can you explain to parents who are listening that might not know anything about Head Start, what that is?
2: So Head Start is um, is federally, uh, to, to the best of my knowledge and what I understand, is a federally funded um, early childhood program that um, is sponsored in our area by Hoosier Uplands. Um, and, uh, wow, what some great people. They have built a wonderful program um, for early uh, for early childhood um, education, and um, and there are some um, guidelines in order to qualify for Head Start that are a little bit different than um, the programs that we offer here. So, um, in essence, what I think the beauty of it is is that we have a, a early childhood or a preschool program, if you will, for everyone.
1: That's amazing. So we
2: have, you know, we can service pretty much anyone in the in the community. Um, and offering these early childhood supports so it is amazing and wow if you just ever have a minute to spend just in one of these classrooms or just watch outside the window it's just absolutely amazing what they're what they're doing what they're accomplishing socially behaviorally um, little things we take for granted sometimes right. that take a lot to teach a, cho- a toddler mm-hmm. how to do um, and so it's it's really an honor to be um asked to oversee this program and and I have a lot of great help. I'm not the expert in the preschool area. Uh, Mrs. Shelley Pritchett, who is our preschool director, um, she offers the expertise. I I just help manage it all. (laughs) So um, we have wonderful staff um, and excitement in that area. Uh, We are looking at two great things coming up for our Early Childhood Center. One is um, the addition of uh, an area for infants and toddlers. So six weeks to up to three uh, soon to be added to the North Lawrence early childhood center um, and also uh, we're going through licensing right now so we'll be a licensed facility um, and then um, looking at some different accreditations uh, be even beyond that so that's really exciting it's a lot of work it's a lot of detail but we want to get it right and we want to offer these programs uh, to the families in our area uh, in the right way um, and we want to offer just the very best that we can. So we're taking our time and trying to do it right. Um, and you would think that would be enough in this building, but it's not. <laughs> uh, we also have uh, a Career Center class that is, is hosted here out of this building, and so uh, Mrs. Feltz has her um, early childhood education course here, um, which offers also dual credit through Ivy Tech. Um, she has students that are studying um, early childhood development, um, and also um, working in our preschools um, as a lab component, um, earning college credit. And uh, many of those students um, aspire to go on to be early childhood education teachers or earning their CDAs. Um, and so that's really exciting. So we're, we're kind of growing them up here and um, helping them finish high school and then also helping them beyond that. Um, and looking into secondary education opportunities as well.
0: So am I remembering correctly from our first episode when Maggie Dayton was our guest that she mentioned that um, Beth and her classroom earned or received some type of grant?
2: There are so many grants okay. in this building and so many wonderful things <laughs> happening. Um, I, I'm, yes, there have, been, there have been grants that um, Beth has earned for her students, um and that have helped the early childhood center and this partnership there if we were to draw the web on the wall there are so many connections and so many partnerships that are happening within this building among the programs that we offer it is just it's a beautiful thing it's a piece of art it really is and and it just strengthens what we're able to offer to um, our families and um and our students here in the community so uh yeah there are there are several have been several grant opportunities that have helped us to reinforce those partnerships but specifically not sure which one Maggie spoke about but um, we're looking at great um, great opportunities to build outdoor classroom areas for our preschoolers Uh, beautiful new playgrounds that'll be coming very soon in fact they're ordered but we all know what that means these days right Uh, they're somewhere out there in the ocean they're they're, they're gonna be here soon and it's going to be beautiful Um, our team got together and really put together some fantastic designs that are um going to be great stimuli outside uh, play uh, to foster a lot of imagination, a lot of creativity, a lot of taking initiative and growing um, developmentally, um, physically and developmentally for for our children, cognitively for our children on the playground. So I can't wait for the community to drive by this building. It already looks much different, Uh, our new signage and our beautiful new roof. Thank you to our board and everyone who helped us accomplish all of the exterior things and So when the uh, playgrounds come in, I think it'll be uh, quite
1: an eye-catcher. Right. Well, I think even on the indoors, you were talking about so much customization with the Gateway Academy, but I think everything on the indoors as well is so customized to all of the learners here in the building from the bulletin boards that are down at the height for our youngest learners um, so that they can see and touch things um, to the customization um, that happens within the building that you can see just the learning that's happening for our um, students that are here for the Gateway Academy. You can just see so much learning taking place here on a day-to-day basis. I love when we have um, trainings here or workshops here, because I just like to walk around and see <laughs> all the learning happening um, because it's such a great environment to be in. Um, as I walked through the doors today, I saw a student that is here at Gateway. I see her every morning getting on the bus at um, the Olytic campus, and I always say good morning to her, and I saw her walking through the doors, and I was like, oh, I didn't know you were here, and she's like, yeah, I'm part of the Gateway Academy, and just those relationships to see see her smiling, and she's taking part of that. um, That's great to see, because last year um, she was virtual, and to see her having a place to come every day to learn is great because I know she missed those social connections. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah and I'm glad you brought that up. You know, uh, as a, I was a principal here prior as an elementary principal and the building looks just so different I mean you walk in the doors you don't even recognize and and it was a beautiful building before as an elementary school and it's a beautiful building now but uh, there's been a lot of thought and a lot of time taken to really and I think you use the word and thank you customize it for what we need Um, our professional development room is used corporation-wide by administrators teachers visitors uh, the nurses anyone you can think of to hold trainings and just to have um, nice meetings it's just a nice comfortable area um, Gateway Academy, you know, you do, you see the pride on our students' faces, that they're in a comfortable environment for them, and BNL, and I, 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 I don't want to miss this, Mark, BNL is a wonderful place. I Absolutely. love being a yes. principal there. I love that high school. I Those were some of my greatest years as a North Worth Lawrence administrator, uh, was being in that environment, and it's fantastic for most kids, but for some, we just need a different approach, and like the young, young lady you spoke of, just having that smile and uh, just seeing that pride and that confidence build and and you know um, soon those those kids that have that break away from that traditional environment most go transition right back and and that's a beautiful thing to see also um, and and you know it's taken a lot of thought uh, by our corporation leaders um, what, what do these programs need to make them right to give to offer the community the best we can and you know case in point Gateway Academy Dr. Mungle didn't blink an eye when I said you know Dr. Mungle I need a bus yeah I need a bus you know the question why do you need a bus because I need to offer some opportunities for the gateway academy students that um, sometimes are spontaneous you know sometimes we need a break sometimes a business calls and says Kelly we have this opportunity but we really could use some muscle we could use some help can you bring four boys over mm-hmm. you bet we can and they're thrilled to go help we've gotten them in some businesses and offices in the in the community they didn't even know existed just helping them move boxes or or set up for uh, an event um something of that nature. We went out to uh, Avoka Fish Hatchery uh, at one point, and they set up for an event out there, and some of our students didn't even know that area existed, so it was a great learning point for them. Um, it, it's just the opportunities, the way that the community has embraced Gateway Academy, as well as the Early Childhood Center, is absolutely amazing, and the partnerships we've built. Uh, we couldn't have done these programs without them. I mean, I have benefactors that, you know, I just mentioned Gateway Academy, and, they, and they're they're calling me, they're emailing me, what do you need Right. What do you need? What do your kids need now? You know, I, I can't believe uh, how they've embraced us. And um, and, I, and I'm embedded in the community, too. And, and you know, I, I do know a lot of people. I have a lot of good resources. A lot of people uh, that I work with on a daily basis are working toward these same goals. Um, I've been on, uh, was on the juvenile uh, problem-solving court team for 13 years. Um, and there was a lot of uh, partnership there. You know, how can we help some of our struggling youth in the community? And Gateway Academy was uh, is still an important part of being able to help uh, some of those kiddos that are in the system and struggling so uh so many things we could yeah. talk for days and days and days yeah. <laughs> um, you know and I could give you so many individual stories about individual students and yeah. and accomplishments, but I think uh, what's important to know is that uh this building was repurposed as North Lawrence Learning Center um, and it's working, yeah. It's definitely working. Is. On so many levels, it's working. Um, it's providing things that for the corporation and the corporation staff. Um, that we've not had. I mean, we're taping from it right now. Right, exactly. Right. I was just yeah. going to say our podcast studio
0: is here in the Learning Center, so thank yes. you for allowing us to have this space.
1: Well, and I think, too, also from um, the standpoint of Playful Pathways, um, Susan and I can attest being at the elementary schools, how, what, what an impact it has on our kindergarten students, oh because we're starting to see so many students come um, at, from here, and we're like, oh my gosh, look at all the stuff that they've learned at Playful Pathways. Absolutely. And those students um, have such a connection already here at North Lawrence um, when they come from Playful Pathways. And it's so great to be able to just call over here and say, hey, tell us some more about these students. And those students um, had such great connections already as we started with kindergarten open house. And we have such a connection with the teachers and staff over here and with you yourself, Kelly, that we can just make a phone call or an email. And it's just such a great great connection that we already have. And we know the great things that are happening here um, with all the preschool um, settings here that when they come over to any of the elementary schools, we know what a great start they had here um, here at the Learning Center. And I think it just goes to so much of that connection and the great start and things that we're doing here in North Lawrence um, to help strengthen our elementary schools.
2: Well, and I'd like to speak to that just for a second because, and I'm really glad that you brought this up because uh, when I was a principal here at Stocker Elementary School that was my first experience with kindergarten and uh, my kindergarten teachers and and I don't think she'd mind me telling this story but uh, Melissa Kissinger was with me here and uh, oh boy I would get her riled up because I would go in and get the kids riled up you know (laughs) and then I would leave and then at some point our relationship went got to a level where she was very comfortable and I would start to the door and she would just say, no, don't (laughs) no, you're not, no, you're not, you know? And so, but what I learned through that experience and what I can now apply to what I'm seeing in the preschool, and I'm so glad you brought this up, is that I would go in those kindergarten rooms, or I would work with my kindergarten teachers who were wonderful, hardworking. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how these preschool right. teachers do it. I have, a, I have an A-team staff, and yes. I will tell you, anyone that's ever worked for me knows I will accept nothing less than the A-team, mm-hmm. and I've, and we've built it again. I mean, really, mm-hmm. truly, I can boast that I have the A-team. But my kindergarten teachers, I, I worried so because they they were spending so much time, um, for lack of a better word, diagnosing, and, right. and like, how can we... What supports does this child need in spending a great deal of kindergarten figuring that out with the Early Childhood Center and these programs? And I want to go back and say we've had developmental preschool for a while, and I was not a part of that. So I know it was wonderful then, mm-hmm. And but this is just my first experience. So anyone that was involved before, you know, storm's time, please forgive me. <laughs> but um, from what I'm seeing... We're able now to do a lot of that now uh at this age three to five and then as they get to kindergarten more time can be spent on building those essential skills um that they need to go on you know i i'm i'm amazed every year about the things we're asking children to do earlier and earlier and it's not we north lawrence community schools it's it's society Mm -hmm. it's departments of education it's it's beyond north lawrence community schools but we want our children to be ready Mm-hmm. Um, and it starts in kindergarten, and now I see that it starts in preschool, yeah. and I'm so glad that we have this opportunity to help and support our, kinder, our kindergarten teachers in this manner and, mm-hmm. and say, hey, you know, we've spent some time with them now. We can give you more information and, and allow that child to have a maybe a smoother transition to kindergarten and, and be more successful and also take some off of those kindergarten teachers so that they can spend it on essential learning and, um, and the skills that they that they're, you know, um, asked to teach and have them ready for going yeah. into first grade.
0: And our kindergarten teachers have really appreciated that when they have gotten kids that were here at the Learning Center to get those notes and that information of here's where they are, here's, you know, what we've been working on because they can just hit the ground running Absolutely. then on day one. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, and the support that families have here at... Um, the Learning Center, as well, because it definitely, you know, even adding, you know, the infants and toddlers, I think it will just provide more supports for families um, to have those um, things here at the Learning Center because kids can just be here at one place and have those transitions be so seamless right. and have right. those same faces on a daily basis and then make those transitions to the elementary school um, be even stronger so that families know exactly, um, you know know who they're talking to and who they have those connections with and it will just make things so much more familiar and those processes just um even more um readily available that they it doesn't seem like they're having to go from one place to one place to find all the answers they're just right here in one building and then it just we have the answers here, and we can then go to the elementary school. and it's everybody's here on the same team and working together. And I think that will just make things so much stronger um, as a community and as educational partners.
2: Well, and I think one what you're speaking to at the at the very root here is that is systemic change, right? And so I think more so now than ever. and and as we started this conversation, you you learned that, I started at North Lawrence Community Schools as a kindergarten student, right? right? So more so now than ever uh, that I could speak to, North Lawrence Community Schools is meeting the needs of specific profiles of students, we've never been able to before. Sure, and it's not because we couldn't, but it's because now we're we're kind of we're managing this in a mm-hmm. systemic way, and we're seeing you know providing this strong start into school. You know, helping students finish strong, whatever that means, customizing programs. You know, um, there are some places in in public education in the United States and and you know, uh, worldwide that really every student has an IEP, if you mm-hmm. will. They have an individualized plan, right? So, I think that we see North Lawrence maybe not officially going to that, and that would be a lot of paperwork for anyone. We wouldn't want to maybe go there, but we're looking at students individually. Mm-hmm. Um, I think more than we ever did before. And and we're meeting their needs and we're saying, you know what? Maybe you do need a bit of a different approach, but that's okay. Because at North Lawrence Community Schools, we can now provide that to you. And uh, I love the team I work with. They're creative. They think out of the box and they meaning everyone, our B&L administrators, our counselors, our central office, you know, anyone that I work with, our department of transportation, our, our food services, you know, down to those kinds of things, it's amazing I called transportation, you know, and I say, hey, I really want to help this child. We're struggling with something. Transportation's right on board. You know, they listen. They help. We come up with a plan. Food service. Hey, so-and-so is really hungry. They don't like something. Those gals are right on. It's amazing what everyone's doing to come together creatively just to meet student needs. And um, I think we're just getting better and better at it. Absolutely. I, I think we are. And we're getting more and more comfortable with that, you know. What used to seem very daunting coming up with these customized plans, now it just, starting to feel more and more natural and I think that's a you know it's a testament to our leadership here at North Lawrence and to the collaboration of just all departments um, and to families and parents you know
1: absolutely yeah and you're a testament that to yourself there you know and your family just being here in Bedford and staying in Bedford and raising a family and continuing to support North Lawrence community schools
0: So can you talk to us about ways that you connect with parents and keep them involved? Because on the preschool end, you have the families that, you know, well, they might even be sending their babies and infants to your new room. Or you have families of toddlers who you know, maybe still think of those toddlers as their little baby, like, that's how I think of my toddler, and they're sending them to you, you know, for part of the day, or maybe some all day, and then on the other end of the spectrum, you have teenagers who are here, and their families may um, be trying to adjust with them being excluded from the traditional classroom setting, so how do you, how do you partner with the families on both ends of of this?
2: It's funny, the first thing that came to mind, a visual of, if you haven't seen a three-year-old Trying to get on and off a bus. Wow.
1: Yeah. That
2: step is huge. And, you know, it it is, it, it's hard to send your babies, right? It it's is. It's hard to send it your is. 15-year-old baby.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, now we're talking about sending these littles too. So parent involvement is something that I've always just, and I know we all as educators, we want parents involved. And um, one thing that I've always asked my staff to do is to really be, um, very, very frequent with um, communication with parents, and and um, I've never let up on that. I never will, and, and I know I can wear my staff out with it at times. But um, you know, my Gateway staff knows that I I want calls every day out to parents. Now, not all parents every day, but parents get a lot of phone calls. They get a lot of emails. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of rapport building, a lot of relationship building, not only with our students at Gateway Academy, but with our parents. Um, and I think that's very, very important. And I think it's very, very appreciated because I hear a lot from parents. And that if I'm hearing a lot from parents, I feel like I'm really making a difference. Um, not me personally, but the program and, and we as a staff are making a difference because parents call and, and tell me that they've heard from their gateway instructor um, or they have a concern or they've or they they've never gotten a positive call and thank you so much for, for calling. Um, you know, you have to have that partnership. Parents know their children better than anyone. And whether you agree with a parent or you disagree with a parent, you have, to, uh, you have to accept the fact that that parent is the number one teacher. That parent knows their child better than anyone ever. And you have to involve them, right? So we do a lot of communication. Now, with the preschool, there's a lot of – they use Bloom's a lot, and they're communicating there. Um, but our preschool parents, you know, our community parents come in and drop off every day. So that's wonderful because we get to know the parents and they get to know us. And, you know, you can you have that level of comfort where those conversations become more and more natural, more and more comfortable. You're talking about the, not only uh, the child and, and how they're being successful, but also just about things that the parents noticing about the center or um, hearing in the community or whatever. And that helps us to grow. It helps us to know because you can't grow if you don't know, right? um and so that that just helps us and i am so appreciative of parents for wanting to have that kind of conversation but um so that's unique at the preschool and that we see parents all, all daily nearly um and then with gateway like i said i just i really really am i'm very strict about it and you know if we walked in here if my staff walked in right now and i asked them what do i say about parent involvement they're like oh, okay <laughs> you know but they love it because it is very rewarding to build those relationships and i think they would tell you that now um but uh, we it's, – it's just very much a part of everything going on in this building um, is that the parents are a key piece. And, and I don't let parents opt out, um, and I don't let my staff opt out of that. And, and I think that's important. And it's easy to get busy, you know. It's easy for parents to get busy and not have the time to call or not have the time to reach out. So we make sure we reach out to them, you know, and, and just involve them. And we want to know what they think. Like, we – we need to know, like, if so-and-so is having a bad day, can you help us understand, or, you know, what do you see at home? And oftentimes, if you have that rapport with families, you realize they're seeing the same things at home that we're, as we're seeing here, and then that's when the real work can start, because we can start becoming consistent. It doesn't matter if they're three or 13, you know, we yeah. can be consistent in our approach and, and let that child know that, hey, you have a great support system. You have so many people that love and care about you that are saying the same things and are are here to help you you know get to uh to be successful and the littles may not completely understand that but they do on some level you know Mm -hmm. and the whole gateway philosophy is we take a child where they are and we walk with that child to success as defined by that child right and so I think that's very important is that you have to you have to let youth determine where they want to get and that might be the next chapter, the next minute, the next day, or it might be well down the road, but they have to define that and then you have to support it. And I think all too often, especially for my teens, they feel like it's been imposed on them. Mm-hmm. You know. So I love working with families on, "Hey, this is what this student really wants to do. You know, how do we get them there? You know them better than I do." You know, and really involve parents even on that very basic level of communication about about the child. Same thing at the preschool. I mean, obviously, the content's going to be a little bit different, but um, it's just
0: frequent communication. Yeah. Right? I know that you guys um, connect with parents through social media. You have a presence there. I love scrolling the Instagram feed and seeing the pictures of yes. the playful pathway kiddos. <laughs> it always brings me a smile. And Gateway has one,
2: too, so look yeah. for that. I Haven't been as, I am not the techie person in the building, so, um, in fact, this microphone is kind of intimidating (laughs) me right now, but, you know, but uh, we do have some pictures on there and of them getting out in the community doing things and having fun and interacting with some of the preschoolers and things, but, yeah, I love to look at those pictures, and -hmm. and I love those candid moments, you know, when they don't know you're taking the photos, and of the staff, because Uh I think the staff can be very uh, surprised sometimes, like, Wow, I really am into it here. Yes, you yeah. are. You're into it all the time. You just you don't know that when you're in when you know you're you're teaching and you're just really in your element, you know, and I love those those moments, those photos that you're speaking about uh, uh, that can really just speak that to our community like this is how hard our teachers work for your little ones every single day.
0: Right. And you can see in those pictures. You have a good photographer by the way <laughs> because you can just see learning. In their Absolutely, eyes, yeah. like you, you see that, you know, metaphorical light bulb going off and wow, that's good stuff for our little ones. That's yeah. Very good stuff.
1: Well, and the love for learning both in the students and in the teachers as well that yes. they have. Yes. Yeah. It really captures those moments.
2: It's what keeps us coming back. Absolutely. Right. That's right. Every yeah. single day.
1: Yeah. So if we
0: have parents listening who are ready to enroll their kids in preschool, come August um, or would like to get their infant enrolled in the baby room that you're going to have how would you advise them to get that process rolling?
2: Well and first of all I want to say and I I don't know how many times we say this in a day we're different right so we're not a traditional school setting so when enrollment per se is very different here we're constantly uh, enrolling in our community preschool developmental preschool um, and soon in our infant toddler program. So there's not an enrollment date. It's constant. If we have a spot, you know, and you fulfilled all requirements to um, enroll your child in the program, um, we won't go through all that, but there obviously there's some paperwork sure, and sure. different things to do. Um, then we, we enroll children throughout the year. Um, infant and toddler, I'll be so excited to get that started. I don't have um, an open date yet for that, but just I want the community to know we are working for it. Um, we want it to open sooner rather than later. But again, we want it to open right. Mm-hmm. We want it to be the best, the safest, the cleanest, the most you know, welcoming, engaging A-team- environment. A-team, yes. we want it to be a <laughs> so, so So that's what we're striving for. Um, you know, we've had some discussion about opening time for that. Um, my guess is, is probably going to be uh, maybe as early as January, maybe as late as next August. I don't know yet, but, but it's going to be done right when it is. I would say if you're interested in it, you just call the center here and um, get yourself on a waiting list or get an appointment with um, Mrs., uh, Michelle, Ms. Shelley Pritchett, who is our preschool program director, um, she'll be happy to sit with anyone, discuss the programs, discuss the openings we have, the different options we have for part-time or full-time um, in our community preschool. Um, and um, she'll get you all set up. So uh, again, we're not traditional. So you don't wait around for enrollment like you do for kindergarten uh, through you know high school we are we are constantly taking preschoolers on. So
0: all right, good to know. I yeah. um, had a meeting with a family a couple of weeks ago for an elementary age student, and they brought their little one in who looked about three and. I said, oh, you know, is she going to be going to preschool? And the the family said, well, we'd like to get her in now. We just don't know where to send her. And I said, playful pathways. Let me connect you with them. (laughs) So just, you know, getting the word out there so that our families know this is available.
2: Yes. And we're growing. We are growing and growing. And as we have more on our waiting list or more, um, you know, coming in, we'll continue to open classrooms. So um, there may be times when we have to utilize a wait list um, just so we can get the next classroom ready and, Get that staff with some more wonderful people ready to to serve children. So um, it's it's just ever evolving around here. There, they, not one day looks like the next. But that's, that's okay. what makes it fun, it right? Is, it's fun. It's exciting. <laughs> never a dull moment. Never yes. ever, especially a dull when
0: you're moment. working with preschoolers. Well, <laughs> well, right. When
2: you have preschoolers and teenagers in the same building, you yes. just don't know what the day's going to bring. But sure, all in all, it's it's typically very positive. Right. And I'm I'm well, so appreciative that I've had the opportunity to. To show that we needed a program like that how effective it can be how important it is um, and that dr. Mungle and the board had the confidence in me to to do that so um, I would just say you know let's just keep the ideas rolling yeah you know let's let's hear from the community from the parents from the North Lawrence staff how can we utilize this space to the best of our ability to meet the needs of you know the greatest number of, of North Lawrence and Lawrence County youth.
1: Yeah. Keep thinking of those customization um, programs that we can for all students. Right. So listening
0: to you talk and
1: our listeners can't see you,
0: but let me just say that Mm -hmm. as Kelly talks, her face is just lighting up with this glow (laughs) and this smile as she talks about the programs and her people and her students. So it's very obvious that you love your work and that you truly genuinely care about your students and helping them succeed Um, and it's uh, that's a special thing to see in a school leader what would you say that you enjoy most about your job oh
2: gosh you're going to hit the emotional (laughs) bone now aren't you I can't look at it right now Um, you know I used to apologize for this and so I'm going to get I guess I'm going to get a little um, transparent now but I used to apologize for this, um, and I was told by a leader, stop apologizing. My kids. It's it's my kids. You know, I love my parents. I love the families. I love my staff. But at night when I lay down, every decision I made today had to be for kids, and it had to be in the best interest of the kids. Now, it doesn't mean that everyone's going to like my decisions kids may not understand my decisions parents may be upset about a decision staff members may be upset about a decision but I have to lay down at night and know that everything I did was to help students because that's what I was meant to do so I can't answer that question without saying it's my kids but honestly and I'm not just offering lip service there are so many things about this community about this school district about North Lawrence community schools that I could say um, that have led me to where I am now as an educator um, that I'm proud of and that could probably be I could call the best part of my job I'm um, like anybody else there are frustrations there are times where you think what am I doing what have I accomplished you know my husband looked at me one day and, and I'm so thankful that he said this and I don't think he knows the impact he made, made on me but he said he looked at me and he said honey on your worst day you gave some of those kids more than they ever had.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, um, you talked about, you know, of course you do academics, but you uh, help the teens through things and you handle discipline. Don't you also drive that bus I do drive out that there? Yes. I pulled up one day in the parking <laughs> lot and you were bus. jumping in and yeah. I said, um, where are you going? Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: yeah, I told Dr. Mungle, uh, I said, you know, I'll do anything for this corporation that you ask me to do except drive a bus. And I'm driving the bus. <laughs> <laughs> So I drive the bus every day. we got to get those
0: kids to school. We We need them here.
2: And I will tell you this. There have been times when I've had a student call in, not a preschooler, so I want to make sure we're clear (laughs) on air. You know, a teen call in and say, Mrs. Storms, I I overslept. I can't get to school. And I said, well, I'll be right there. And I do. I pull up in the driveway and I say, get in. Let's go. So that bus has come in really, really (laughs) handy. And parents have called and said, thank you so much. I can't believe you've done this. But, uh, yes, I do drive the bus, and I enjoy it.
1: That's amazing. That just shows dedication as well as I'm sure the students really feel that love as well because, you know, they just want to come to school and that really says something that if they call you and want to get here, there's a reason why they want to be here. Well, so. who
0: here ever had their principal pull up to their <laughs> never? House and honk, Come on,
2: we're headed to yeah. school. And if you would survey the community, Mrs. Storms has probably done a few things. But, <laughs> you know, all for all, all in the best interest of yeah, the child. Sure,
1: absolutely, yeah. absolutely. As
2: have all principals. Sure, we, we all go that extra mile to to do what we can.
1: Yeah. For sure. It definitely um, rubs off, I'm sure. You've had some great mentors to learn from. I certainly have. Well, we have some fun questions that we definitely ask all of our guests. So the first one, what are three things that you're grateful for in the NLCS community?
2: I First of all, I just think the memories. You know, for me, and you know, there are more people in this community that can boast being a lifelong Resident of Bedford and and gone and have gone through North Harts Community School. So hey, I recognize you out there, and we're part of a club, and 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 God bless you for that. But you know, personally, the memories, just reminiscing, you know, uh, about uh, those that I've worked with and those that I've grown up with that are now teachers or administrators. Uh, Steve Underwood and I grew up together. We served as administrative uh, as uh, assistant principals at the high school together. You know, um, all the great times um, as a high school assistant principal with Mr. Terry, uh, who is, I have to sh- do a shout-out real quick, uh, Mike Terry, those of you that know him, wow, he's just, uh, he's my superhero, and he, you know, he he taught me a lot. So I think the memories are, are just a part of it. Um, I, the collaboration, you know, I, I'm i old enough now, I really am one of I don't know what the politically correct word is anymore, <laughs> but you know, um, I'm going to tell, say I'm a very seasoned North Lawrence um, person here. Veteran, and, a yeah, veteran, yes. veteran. Okay, see, whatever you want to call veteran me, veteran educator. But I, I, think just learning, you know, the the collaboration with the younger educators that have come in through my career, um, those that were here before me, and just just crossing the, you know, those lines of what, how things have. Evolved in education and just getting those different perspectives. So I love that collaboration. And I love right now in North Lawrence um, just that, that I don't want to say trend. That sounds minimizing. But, um, you know, Maggie Dayton has done so much to to bring staff together to um, offer some professional development and collaboration that we've never had before. And I, and I think it's opened up a lot of opportunity for all of us to learn from one another. So I think that's fantastic. And um, North Lawrence is so... It's all all encompassing, and I tell parents and kids all the time, and I mean this: North Lawrence is what you want it to be for you, right? So it's what you make it to be.
0: That sounds like a good hashtag, which leads <laughs> me to our next fun question: What would be your personal hashtag, Kelly?
2: See, I don't even know what a hashtag is, and I so I laughed about this, <laughs> and I I really am not the techie person. I have been I, I'm rebellious when it comes to technology at times, and so. I told one of my friends, I said, you know, they're going to ask me what my hashtag is. And so my friend reminded me that didn't mean a number and it didn't mean pounds, (laughs) which I thought was rude for y'all to ask anyway. So I'm glad that it didn't mean that, but uh, I don't know. I think in lieu of everything we've talked about, and again, not taking away from anybody in this community that feels the same way as I am, because we belong to the same club. Mm -hmm. I think hashtag I am NLCS. Love it. I truly am. I truly am.
0: So here's a fun one that your students will really love to hear your answer to. If you had a DJ name, as a as a principal director, what would your DJ name be?
2: I ask people this, what they would say. The kids? I asked some kids and I asked some some staff, and because I have no idea what my my <laughs> DJ name would be, I got uh, you know I think there's a DJ out there, Sir Mix a Lot or something. Oh, yes. So uh-huh. uh, yes. mine would be. Uh, Mrs. Fix-A-Lot.
0: Oh, so I like there's that. Yeah. that.
2: There's that. Some of my students, older students that have already gone through that knew my sons call me Mom Dog. Oh, uh, oh that's <laughs> I'm kind good. of, I'm mom to so many, and I love that. I love that title. I'd rather have that title than anything. In my office, it's not a statement of arrogance. I have coffee cups. I have things they've bought me, and they all say hashtag boss lady on it. Oh. So. yeah. Uh, that might fit into it too. I, I don't know.
0: Boss lady mom and mom dog. Mom dog. I, mom
2: dog.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it.
2: It means a lot to me. So, um, you know. Those
1: are really good DJ names. <laughs> yeah. Might take that now somewhere. I, take it on the road. We just need a
2: dance, and you need to get me set up, right? Yeah, yes. uh, that's we can right. Do. We might need a dance. I think in lieu of all the. the Covid and all the challenges yeah. we have had lately. Maybe we just need a dance.
1: That would be. Yeah, no, the kids
0: would love it. The well, we love the dance.
2: Love we love the dance video. I have to say, the dance video that we did. Yes. The first person to see it, uh, really like in reference to me, and just send it to me, mm-hmm. was my son,
1: oh, my youngest that. son. he was like,
2: Mom, it's all over the dealership. My, <laughs> my dog, you got they, some moves. And, and so <laughs> they sent it, and so that was fun for him to have that. But that was a fun thing.
1: So, so we will be taking a break next Thursday off for winter break, and we'll t- return again on Thursday, January 6th with a brand-new episode, We appreciate Kelly Storms for being here for this amazing episode five of telling us all the things about the Learning Center and Gateway Academy. As we wrap up today, we would like to again listen to some students share what they enjoy about school. And today you will hear from some students at Parkview. And on behalf of everyone here
0: in NLCS, we would just like to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, enjoy time with family and friends this holiday season, and be safe.
2: My name is Jersey Ellingsworth, and I am in third grade at Parkview. Some things I enjoy about my school are my teacher, because she is so, so kind and caring,
0: and the science activities because they are fun. My name is Louie Smith and I am in third grade at Parkview. Some things I enjoy about school are seeing my friends because they're nice and caring and we do a lot of fun activities. They make learning fun. Hi, my name is Grayson Smith. I am in sixth grade at Parkview. Some things I enjoy about school are my supportive of teachers and friends because anytime I feel as though I need help they're welcoming and kind. And all of the janitors and lunch supervisors because they are kind to prepare all of us wonderful food and a healthy class environment. My name is Trey Kaiser and I am in 6th grade at Parkview. Some things I enjoy about school are all the activities we do because it shows how the teachers want to connect with the students. And how much they support us because they make sure we are always the happiest we can be.